Hello, I hope you're having a wonderful day. This is Josh Buck with the Buck on Business Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about cutting cost in our business. Uh, last week, uh, I encourage you, if you haven't listened already, to go back. We talked a lot about uh, paying ourselves as an owner in our business. In uh, today's podcast, we're uh, going to kind of stay in, in this uh, kind of this series I've started talking about different questions that we get asked. Uh, and, and I uh, seem to get asked recurrently as it relates uh, to business owners when they're looking into their business and, and trying to make certain decisions. And today we're going to talk a little bit about cutting costs. And, uh, you know, we, we have business owners that come to us and they say, okay, my, my business is, is struggling or uh, I would like to, uh, for my business to cash flow better. What are some things I can do? And, and uh, normally when I start through this process, we, we start to kind of look at some of the low-hanging fruit initially. And that's what I'm going to do a little bit today, just talking about what are some areas that you can look at in your business uh, that you can go to that maybe you consider uh, cutting costs. And, of course, this is a very vague question that we get asked, and it can be very client-specific. But uh, maybe uh, an item or two as we kind of run through this initial list, and I could probably end up uh, doing two or three of these uh, as we talk about cutting costs. But I'm going to kind of really focus on some of the low-hanging fruit that you may have in your business that you can look at. Uh, some of these are, are quick and easy fixes. Others of these uh, may take a little bit more time or will take a little bit more time if you're going to truly uh, dig in and analyze uh, as far as your, your true exposure in these certain areas. So first of all, anytime that we talk about cutting cost, I, I kind of want to take a step back and, and, uh, and it really kind of, uh, it does beg the question of whether or not your business has a budget, if you have a budget in your business, and if you're truly following that budget. Uh, have you developed it? And then are you looking at it? Or are you simply, okay, we're going to put together this budget and I'm just going to continue on doing the things the way that I always have been doing them? Uh, or are you going to really take the time and uh, on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis, sit down, analyze the budget? This is what we have put together and are we truly following that budget? Because if you're ignoring the budget, you might as well not even have a budget. Because if you're ignoring the budget, you're definitely not going to be following that budget. So are you sitting down with uh, those in your business who, uh, who are the ones that oversee maybe certain departments in your business, oversee the spends in, spend in your business, and are you holding them accountable, and are they holding you accountable as it relates to the budgets you, you have developed? So cutting costs, first thing you need to do, make sure you have that budget, make sure that you're following that budget. And I I've, I've, uh, have recorded podcasts in the past as it relates to uh, how you go about uh, developing a budget and then also the process and following that budget. Next, uh, evaluate your physical footprint. Of course, uh, this is one area that has changed dramatically over the last year and a half for many, many businesses. Uh, many businesses have gone to uh, some remote working, maybe full remote team, uh, and uh, you may have this large physical footprint that is no longer serving you and serving your business. Uh, so it may be a, a situation to where you say, okay, well, uh, maybe I need to find a smaller office location. Maybe I need to uh, go back to the, um, uh, to, the, uh, to the owner of the location, uh, if it isn't you, and, and see if some sort of uh, uh, some terms can be renegotiated. Maybe you only need half the space that you have now. What does that look like? Uh, but evaluate the physical footprint you actually need for your business and, uh, and, then, uh, and then do what needs to be done uh, to make sure that that physical footprint isn't too large. And the alternative, maybe, uh, maybe you're in a situation where you, uh, where you need more or a larger physical footprint. It's a good time to do that. Uh, we see in the real estate market uh, that particular area is going up. 
The commercial side, not so much. Uh, we're actually uh, seeing a client that are uh, that, ho- that have commercial uh, uh, um, locations really struggling to find tenants uh, because of this. Uh, because we do know that uh, the um, uh, that uh, there are more and more businesses that don't need that physical space. Take advantage of it. Uh, it may be a situation, maybe it's a good time. If you have a physical location, you know that you're going to need it, that it may be a good time to go and negotiate a purchase of that location. You may even be able to get it at a, at a discounted price right now. So evaluate your physical footprint and then uh, see if something can be done to lower your cost there. Next, evaluate your staffing needs. And this can go, uh, this can come about in, in many, many ways. Uh, how do you go about evaluating your staffing needs? Uh, one area that you, uh, one thing that you can do is uh, try to determine the efficiency, the, uh, the true time that it's taking uh, your team to get certain tasks done. There are softwares out there. There is software out there, poor English there. Uh, there, there is software out there that, uh, that you can purchase that literally will take a look at what, uh, what your team members are doing, uh, how much time they're spending on tasks, how much time they're spending in software, and then you can use that to analyze how efficient is my team truly being on particular tasks. And then uh, um, are, there, are there certain processes that need to be improved? Are there team members that we need to maybe invest more time in uh, to make sure that, uh, that, um, uh, th- that they're doing the task as efficiently as possible or even to the point to where you're looking at and saying, you know, there are certain te- team members that uh, they're just dead weight in our business and we need to get rid of them. Uh, or there are certain areas maybe we need to hire uh, in, in, in these particular areas. So do what needs to be done to, to evaluate it. There, there was a time that we would go through and, uh, and we'd sit down with, with team members and kind of go through, okay, how much time is it taking to do those tasks? I think those conversations are helpful, uh, but there is software out there that can help you in regards to evaluating uh, um, how efficient your team members are. Uh, you maybe it's bringing in a consultant to help you with this as well. Uh, kind of going through, do I have the right people in the right seats? Uh, am I paying people uh, the, the, the proper amount for the, for the work that they're doing? Am I overpaying? Am I overstaffed? Am I understaffed? But, but doing the work as far as to evaluate, because uh, uh, as we kind of go through those first, two, uh, those first two areas, what we spend in rent or on those mortgage payments every month, uh, that can be a big drain in our business. Uh, if I'm overstaffed, that can, be a, that can be a big drain in our business. Uh, and on this point, it may be that to where I need to actually go through and, and, and begin hiring better people. And it may be a situation to where I need to get rid of a couple people and hire a better person. It may cost me a little bit more, uh, but the efficiency that I'm going to see, the, the, um, the revenue that I'm going to be able to generate from that person is going to be higher. Sometimes cutting, uh, many times, cutting corners as it relates to our hiring will cost our business, won't save us money in our business because we try to go through and find somebody uh, that doesn't quite fit, but they don't cost as much. Okay, so uh, going through and evaluating your staffing needs, evaluating your team, uh, seeing who do I need to get rid of, what do I need to bring on, uh, where do I need to spend that money as it relates to our training and making sure that it's being done effectively. As we talk about evaluating staffing needs, of course, uh, in this day and age, we many times will look at technology uh, to maybe uh, to help facilitate, uh, to help drive down cost, and, uh, and, and taking a look at maybe uh, some, uh, some other areas that aren't directly related to, uh, to our employees uh, specifically. Next, uh, do we have a, a product or a service that we can use to barter with a client or vendor? And so uh, if you're out there and, and say uh, you have a, a commercial painting business, for example, and uh, it may be one of those situations to where uh, maybe one of your suppliers that you get paint from, maybe they need a location painted. 
uh, something like that. Uh, there, there are times even in our business, and of course, there, there this does create some tax complications uh, in case I do have an IRS agent listening on this podcast. Uh, so I want to put that disclaimer out there. But if you are bartering, there are some tax issues there. I'll just put that disclaimer there. But it can be a way as far as cutting costs. Uh, if you, um, for example, I have an accounting firm, I may barter and I have in the past uh, and have bring somebody in that may do work inside the firm in exchange for maybe a tax return filing or something else that we may help them as far as maybe generate some KPIs for their business. And, and so you can do some exchanging there uh, to where there isn't cash changing hands and, uh, and uh, they, they, they're a greater value that we'd be able to bring them or, uh, or vice versa. And uh, it, may, it, can, it is a way that you can go about uh, driving down cost in your business is actually using that bartering or the exchanging for product or services. Next one, and we get this question asked a lot, especially if we get closer to the end of the year, should I go and buy a vehicle in my business? Evaluate your vehicle cost. Maybe one of those things that can be a wasteful spend. Of course, with gas prices going up, with maintenance costs going up, vehicle prices going up because of scarcity, uh, it may be one of those situations to where it may be time to sell that vehicle, get it off your books, and bring that cash in. Uh, do you really truly need that vehicle in your business? Uh, or is there a, uh, a, a more inexpensive way to not be providing that benefit to employees, for example, uh, because it isn't needed as much? And so uh, evaluate uh, your vehicle cost. Do you have a vehicle in your business? Do you truly need it? Or is it a situation where you can sell that vehicle uh, right now since, uh, since the, those prices are up a little bit and uh, get some cash flow into your business? Negotiate with suppliers and seek alternatives. Uh, there, there is such thing as a vendor dependency. Uh, sometimes as business owners, I can get this way. We just get lazy, continuing to use the same vendors and not want to go out and maybe seek a different alternative. This may happen with software in your business. It may happen with, uh, with consultants in your business. Uh, but uh, take, take a look at who are we using and then uh, should I go out and maybe seek uh, different alternatives and uh, find somebody else that may be able to provide the same quality of service but maybe at a, at a cheaper price. Somebody that can say, provide the same quality of product to us uh, but, uh, but at a little bit of a, of a discounted price. And uh, so uh, uh, don't get dependent on your vendors. Go out and, and seek. But I'm going to make one exception to that. If you happen to use my accounting firm, don't seek alternatives. You won't find a better alternative. I'm kidding out there. Uh, I'm definitely kidding on that. But, um, but, uh, uh, but go out there, seek alternatives to that product or service, and see if there is a, uh, there is a, uh, an inex- a more inexpensive way to get that product or that service to you, and, uh, and, but for that same quality that you're, you're receiving now. And then uh, negotiate with them. And maybe you have a situation now where you have a current vendor, you really do like them. You go to another vendor and say they can, they can provide the same service uh, in the same scope of work, uh, but, a, but at a cheaper price, are you willing to match it? And uh, maybe a way of going about uh, maybe driving down your cost a little bit. Next, evaluate the effectiveness of your marketing or advertising. Are you out there and spending money? We see this a lot. People out there and they're just, they're, they just have this kind of this spending on autopilot in their advertising or in their market. It can be anywhere uh, in their marketing. It can be anywhere from Facebook or, or Instagram marketing, LinkedIn marketing. Uh, it can be uh, billboard ads, TV, whatever it is. Uh, but make sure you're sitting down and you're evaluating what is truly uh, driving uh, uh, revenue to us, uh, maybe uh, helping with brand awareness, whatever the case may be, whatever you're looking for in your advertising and your marketing strategy. Uh, and making sure that whatever it is that you're, uh, you're doing is working. What isn't working, uh, either cut off that spend altogether or decrease that spend. Uh, but to be making sure that you're looking at the KPIs as it relates to your marketing and making sure that that money that's being deployed, uh, that, it is, uh, that it is serving you and serving your business, that it is uh, help dri- uh, driving that, that top line or improving 
uh, your uh, your brand awareness, and it isn't a situation where you're just throwing money out there uh, on a on a recurring basis or just doing something because you've always done it, and it may not be uh, providing uh, your business what uh, what your business needs. So it'd be uh, be always be evaluating the effectiveness of your of your marketing uh, with, uh, and your advertising within your business. Insurance cost. Uh, this is one that uh, that we uh, that. Once again, all of us as business owners sometimes can just get lazy. Uh, we just get that annual bill, we pay it, or maybe it's automatically paid and we don't think about it. Uh, but I would encourage you every year, uh, at least every three years, but probably every year that uh, when that renewal comes up and you get that renewal quote that comes in, uh, to be looking at it. Uh, because uh, um, when it comes to our insurance, whether it's vehicle insurance, whether it's general liability, property insurance, uh, insurance companies are, are constantly uh, changing their rates. And so it may be a situation to where you're with uh, one insurance company now that if you go to another insurance company that you may be able to, um, um, to get those costs uh, driven down. Uh, look at a situation that maybe you have your, uh, your, your business insurance and your personal lines at the, at the same insurance company where they give you that 10% or that 20% discount uh, overall on all of your policies if you bring every, uh, all of your policies to, uh, to one insurance company. And, uh, but to be making sure that you're having that conversation, maybe your general liability and your, your commercial auto need to come to the, uh, and your property all need to come to the same uh, insurance company to drive down that cost instead of having uh, your, insurance, uh, your insurance policies at, one, at uh, two or three or four different insurance companies. Uh, but to be having those conversations with your insurance agent, with your insurance broker uh, every year and what can be done to drive down those costs. Uh, next, uh, implement effective tax strategies. Uh, this is one area that, uh, another area that we see many times business owners, uh, they, they want to have these conversations, how do I pay less in taxes, but they aren't implementing those strategies to make sure that you're having that conversation with your accountant. Uh, what can be done in my business to drive down the amount of taxes that I pay and then uh, and implementing them? Uh, there are many, many times as an accountant that I have those conversations and they, the client just simply does not implement them. Uh, so to make sure you're having the conversations, first of all, uh, that you're, uh, and then uh, secondly, uh, beyond that, you're actually implementing some strategies in your business uh, if, it, uh, if it meets your goals uh, to drive down the amount of taxes that you're paying. And then uh, low, uh, next, uh, lower your, your, um, your, your debt uh, cost, your debt servicing cost. Uh, if you have a lot of credit card debt, maybe you need to go through, have a conversation with your, uh, um, uh, with your banker. Maybe you can get a line of credit out there to cut uh, your debt cost. Whatever the case may be, debt will kill your business, especially unsecured debt, credit card debt, uh, even debt on lines of credit, uh, those types of areas. Try to get those eliminated uh, if at all possible. But if you're paying a, a, a real high amount in interest rate, maybe you go about seeking an alternative to where you can drive that cost down. Uh, so you can find, that, find a cheaper interest rate, maybe it's refinancing something, maybe it's selling something, uh, kind of going back to some of the things we talked about earlier, you know, selling the vehicle that uh, the business no, uh, is not serving the business, taking that money, paying down debt. Do something to lower your, uh, your, your overall debt in your business uh, so you're not uh, spending so much in interest, especially as it relates to those unsecured debt. Credit card debt, the credit cards should be paid off in full every month. Lines of credit should be paid off as quickly as you can get those paid off. Okay, but uh, get that debt paid off, uh, get that interest uh, expense off your books. And then lastly for this particular podcast, uh, maybe uh, moving to more cloud-based software to lower your IT costs. I know that it, in our business we spend a lot of money, but we have a lot of software that, uh, that um, we simply uh, uh, you know, it actually has to go on hardware, uh, but more and more uh, utilizing um, uh, cloud-based software uh, to, um, to be able to drive down cost. So we don't have to spend so much in the infrastructure inside the business. 
Uh, and then uh, kind of on that point, look at different areas uh, where you're spending kind of these recurring costs. We do this many, many times as it relates to our, uh, to our, uh, um, to our cloud-based expenses. Uh, we're, we're spending, you know, X amount a month every month for, uh, you know, for something for out there for iCloud or Google or whatever the case may be. Uh, maybe it's uh, subscriptions uh, that, we're, that we're spending this amount every month. We're not using it. Uh, we're just spending too much money on these recurring costs, but it comes off $10 here, $20 here. We don't think about it. We actually had this conversation with a client a couple years ago, and they were spending somewhere to between three and $400 a month just in these little $10, $20, $30, $40 cost every month. They just weren't using them uh, to go through, just cut those things out, get a hold of that vendor, say, you know, st stop the subscription, uh, lower that subscription. I don't need this much memory. I can uh, I can cut that way back, and, and uh, you can find yourself uh, spending a lot less money in those recurring fees. So kind of, I don't know, maybe a dozen or so different areas you can look at in your business, maybe some low-hanging fruit here that you kind of go after quickly, uh, but uh, be making sure that you're looking inside of your business. What can we do uh, to help uh, lower the cost in our business, to help uh, increase the, our cash flow, increase the bottom line in our business? Hopefully this podcast brought you some value. If it did, I would encourage you, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Belcom Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day.